let's get this party started since we're going to be distracted. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of passed out watching the Tigers game. So <laughs> just, woke oh, up. nice. So, so I just woke up. <clears throat> so I'm full of energy. I'm ready. I'm surprised you made it over. Yeah. But you're not going to believe this, but, uh, Jen woke me up <laughs> and was like, Hey, wow. You gotta go to the podcast. podcast. I would have gone over to your house and started banging on the door. Wake up. <laughs> um, hey, Celtics are good, but Bane and Ja are pretty good too. Yeah. They're keeping up. Brandon Clark is good at fouling. <laughs> He's just flying He's all over. That. He's That's... all over the place. <laughs> huh? I just, I just put the game on in the second half. Um, I got the kids to bed. Kate's at like some work dinner. Um, so when I text that Dwight Howard thing, I was check. I was getting the kids in bed in, in between bedrooms, uh, check Twitter. And Roser had said, how many times out of a hundred do you think Jason Tatum could score on David Roddy? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was 100. pretty funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> pretty good take. Yeah, I think somebody replied 125. <laughs> you got a good song? Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. All right. Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. This is episode 124. It's Monday night, November 7th, 2022. Thank you for listening. (laughs) It's week four of the NBA season. In this episode, we'll be covering our pick game of the week. We'll pick another game for our next show. A lowered expectation segment? We're going to get loose. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk hoops. We get to make a podcast. Do you believe this? With me tonight is Bo Brady coming from St. Paul, Minnesota. Hey now. Hello. And with me in studio is Brian Clark. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Was tonight their first game? That was really a Coach O impersonation. Oh. But yes, tonight was Memphis Tigers' first game. Oh, okay. Uh, visit our website, houseofhoops.com. H A U S of hoops.com. You can buy merchandise there and support the podcast. I just want to watch this Grizzly Celtics game that's on right now. That's all I want to do. We have to, um, I'm sorry, but we get to make this podcast. I, know, but I just want to watch this game. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Probably should have blown off the podcast and just gone to the game. 
You could have gone. I ask you about that. You could have gone. I could have gone. We could have all gone. We could have all gone. Except for Bo. Yeah. One of us could have sat courtside. Yeah, I don't know why y'all didn't. Could have flipped the coin. Yeah. I could be at the Timberwolves Knicks game right now. The Timberwolves are losing at half, 76 to 52. Ooh. What would you have done? Got a babysitter? I couldn't have. We had swimming lessons. And oh. It, it's just not. You're just full, of, sh- you're full of shit. I couldn't have gone. <laughs> Yeah, Kate's at a nice, nice restaurant. Work people. Yeah, you missed a chance to be in the same building as your favorite NBA coach, Tom Thibodeau. Well, there, not to spoil things, but there's a pretty good chance I'll be in the same building as Tom Thibodeau sometime in February. Oh yeah. Oh. It's looking like it's going to happen. February, huh? February in New York City at the Madison Square Garden. I think I'd like to go to that. Yeah, it'd be fun. I'm going to be playing the Pelicans on a Saturday night. Oh, okay. Oh, that'll be fun. Zion in New York. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Um, you have yet see Jonas drop 50, have a 50 and 50 game. <laughs> I just... Oh, man, that was a. Yeah, I just want to watch this game. It's so good. I know. I just good. Luckily, it's almost fourth quarter. Yeah. Sorry, boy. Oh. Bo, do you miss me? I do, Jeff. Being around the house. You were a good house guest. I don't believe that. <laughs> he was. I spent all last week up in Minnesota with Bo and his family. <laughs> <laughs> It was great, man. I had a ball mixing it up with the kids. Yeah. We had fun. We did a lot of stuff. Yeah, you were up there for we Halloween, busy, right? Um, I got Almost. Almost. Halloween was a Monday. I left on Sunday. But they did have like a big neighborhood party that I went to. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> How many people do you think you had over at your house? <laughs> Like 40? At least 40, if not more than that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it was nuts. <laughs> was what was though. funny is I look I look over, and the three people that don't have kids are sitting by the fire. Jeff and <laughs> my buddy Eric and Ann, they're sitting by the fire <laughs> all by themselves. <laughs> we were getting boozed down. <laughs> it was a, pretty funny. Formed a cohort. Was, <laughs> oh, my God. Did you just see John Morant block that? Oh, my God. Yeah, that was insane. I'm trying not to react. Yeah, you're uh, you're like a play ahead of us. Mm-hmm. So shut up over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. I don't fun. know how he, d- huh? and he... And he landed okay. Yeah, somehow. Watch this. Mm-hmm. He's like... Mm. He's like, Conchar, get out of the way. You don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> Lands awkwardly and then gets up and sprints down the court. <laughs> Jacked up a three. God, I love him. <laughs> Missed. <laughs> yeah, that was fun being up there in Minnesota. I like Minnesota. Well, good. Yeah, good yeah, we got to go to a restaurant in the neighborhood, a couple of restaurants in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was, went to a basketball game. Yeah, Bo uh, took me to the dump. 
the first day I got there. That's true. We, uh, we did some dumping. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Uh, we, we did go to that Lakers-Wolves game, which was a lot of fun. We had pretty decent seats on the 50-yard line. It was funny. Um, neither of us were had any rooting interest. And it was funny when, to see people, yeah, uh, Minnesota fans reacting. We were just kind of sitting there. We were just kind of watching both teams. I enjoyed it. It was fun to watch uh, both of those teams live. Just objectively watching a basketball game, not with a like rooting interest, is kind of a weird thing. I've only done that a handful of times. Like last time I was in New York, I went to a Nets game. I don't even remember who they played, but it wasn't anything good. Yeah. It was like just watching Jarrett Jack try to control the game. <laughs> but it's fun to just to kind of watch and just watch the game not really be like cheering for anybody <laughs> but what did you take away from that wolves lakers game anything my first thought was the lakers team is just not good mm-hmm. from the lakers side of thing i my takeaways were not positive for either team actually lakers the the lebron's great anthony davis is he didn't play uh but i still think he's a really good player. And then Russell Westbrook's the third best player on that team, mm-hmm. I guess. Maybe. They're just not a good, not a good roster. You, you know, you, you think back to those, those Wolves teams that had KG on it. And it's like, that. If it has shades of that, like that, you know, like how did KG get a team to the Western conference finals? You know, the league wasn't that deep and, there's not that many good players out there, I guess. It just feels like the Lakers would be good in a in that league where no one can shoot and you have one power player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just I just don't think they're a good team at all. And then as far as the, the Wolves, they just haven't figured it out with with Gobert and you know, the stat someone had tweeted the stat recently that Anthony Edwards hadn't dunked all year. I'm not sure if that's still true, but right. you know, they're, they're not the spacing is all off. Mm-hmm. With that Wolves team, mm-hmm. you know, slow mo didn't play in the game we saw, but like he's like the last player you want on that team. Mm-hmm. Even though I love slow mo, his production's gone up. They're using him at the point guard now. Slow mo, he just started yeah. playing again, and they're like using him as a point guard. Well, Gobert's out. He was COVID, so he yeah. started center. He didn't do much. He hadn't done much today, but he's been playing. I don't know. What did you take away from that Lakers-Wolves game? I thought that size was the glaring difference. Minnesota has a lot. The Lakers don't. And it seemed like the Wolves were just kind of exploiting the Lakers' weaknesses, size being the main one. They just kept going inside, it seemed like to me. It was just attacking the, the paint, I felt like, going inside. Yeah. Yeah, because Davis wasn't out there, and they had no bigs, like none. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good crowd at Target Center, though. thought the crowd was really into the game. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty packed. It was a Friday night, and it was, it was the Lakers, and you'd say that there weren't as many Lakers fans as I thought maybe I'd see. Yeah, there was enough, but not as many as you would see at like a 
a Memphis game. I think there's more Lakers fans. What? What did I miss? Conchar? What? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. This is so distracting having this game on. Sorry, Greg. Oh, no. Grizzlies just took the lead at the end of the third quarter. Oh. <laughs> oh, what? They were just down 10 points, man. Do you, do you know what Pete said about this game? Before it's like while it was starting, I said uh, the Celtics are the number one first half team, and the Grizzlies are like the number one second <laughs> half team. Yes. Like, wow. So yeah, the Celtics were going to win the first half. <laughs> <laughs> the Grizzlies will win the second half when it counts. We'll see. This is set up to be a very good game. Grizzlies are up one point with fourth quarter to go. Um, who knows? You know, with the Lakers, you know, maybe. That could have been our last chance to see LeBron play, Bo. Like, yeah, if you don't make an effort to go see him again. You yeah, just never absolutely. know. At his age. I don't know. Maybe if LeBron took less money, like less than $300 million a year, maybe they could build a better team around him. You know who's really stuck out to me for the Lakers is uh, Lonnie Walker. Yeah. He's been really good. He's been a go-to player for them. Scoring, defense, he just fits. Uh-huh. I think that's why they're able to bring Westbrook off the bench. It's because Lonnie Walker's been so good. But yeah, anyway, uh, Minnesota. That was fun. I had a good time. Yeah. You know, I hung out with uh, our buddy James while, we were, while I was up there. This guy I used to know, I used to hang out with, used to skate with like 15 years ago or mm. something. And uh, he took me around uh, Minnesota a lot, showed me a lot of stuff. He took me through a lot of different neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And he, he was telling me this story about like we used to live together, like me and him and like four other dudes in this house. <laughs> and he said, we all went to the casinos one night. And uh, I asked him to, I asked to borrow $80 from him because <laughs> I like, didn't have any money. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, fuck, man, like, I don't have $80 really to, like, just watch you lose. Like, I'm you know, like, fuck, like, the $80 is gone. And uh, he goes, he goes, I was like, oh, shit, did I lose your 80 bucks? Like, do I owe you $80? <laughs> he's like no dude you won like eight hundred dollars that night it was like the most incredible thing i'd ever fucking seen i was like oh shit i forgot all about that he's like yeah you paid me back the money like right away it was a really funny story that he he remembered that from so long ago it's like, yeah, I'm, not much has changed, James. <laughs> <laughs> he took me around, though. It was it was fun hanging out with him. I haven't seen him in like 15, 16 years. Like, we were young dudes back then. <laughs> but we had fun catching up, and, and I had a blast, like I said, hanging out with you, Bo. I'll come back up there. It'll happen. It'd be great. Get Brian to come up, too. Maybe. Yeah, I'd love to. I don't know. It's hard for me and Brian to both like be gone. I, I suppose, yeah. yeah. At the same time, because we have the same job, place, thing. <laughs> Maybe one day. 
Maybe. It's not impossible. It's just improbable. Im- improbably. <laughs> well, the kids enjoyed having you around, Jeff. That's cool. It was fun. I tried to just yeah. be easy. Just hang around. Yeah, that's funny. When you got home, you were like, my house is very quiet. <laughs> so quiet here. <laughs> One my day, house is the opposite of that. One day, they all left. They left me at the house by myself. It happened a couple times where I was just at the house by myself. And the first time, I fell asleep in a chair. It was all quiet. I was just sitting there. I just fell asleep. <laughs> the second time, I, I finished editing our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what have you guys been up to? Brian, what have you been doing? <laughs> Exhale. Just working and uh, doing a little bit of living. Went to a Tiger football game this weekend. Yeah, Tigers. Memphis Tigers, yeah. UCF? UCF, homecoming. Mm, okay. Uh, which is always fun because the students are like abnormally hammered and really into it. <laughs> we got there a little late. I was uh, I was working. Got out about an hour before kickoff. Mm-hmm. So ran home, changed clothes. We get down there. And um, I forget that like right, I usually get in about 15 minutes before kick, you know. Right before kick is when all the students go in because they're like leaving their tailgate, oh, drinking and do their all. I mean, they're yelling, and dude, I felt so old. Oh, I man. was so annoyed. Oh man! But they're like, they're so drunk that they like young people. You think like they get into a like a you scan your phone for your ticket. Like they're in no prompt because they're young. All right, no problem. Yeah. I got this. Oh no, dude! It was like a bunch of like. It was like a bunch of peepaws and meemaws, dude. I can't fucking do it. They were all hammered. <laughs> One guy, I'm pretty sure, had to get out of line because I'm pretty sure he had a gun on him. I was like, oh, I forgot I got my gun. <laughs> oh, God. And they were like, dude, you got to go back to your car. And he's like, no, I think I think I got it. They're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you got to get out of line. <laughs> no, I'll just put it in my like, sock. All right, all right. I'll we'll be back in a little bit. Hey, he went and hit it somewhere but yeah we got stuck behind all these kids trying to like it's like watching grandma trying to operate her phone oh. that's how that's how like blasted <laughs> these kids are i was i mean i was just mad i was like steaming I'm like, let me in <laughs> that's fucking kids funny. are supposed to be good at this <laughs> you kids yeah you yeah, sound like old <laughs> yelling and like pushing each other in line and like they're all like bumming one last cigarette off of each other before yeah. they get in <laughs> And then I, so I stopped in, you know, Jeff, you worked Sunday morning and I stopped in to, we had an issue. I stopped in to help you out with it. And, oh yeah. And, uh, there was a, a guy there who was, uh, he just graduated. He was like, yeah, they had like, oh, they had these like beer tents for like students and alumni. And he was like, I drank for free the whole game. Like, oh my God. What? <laughs> How did I not know about this? Oh, I heard him. He goes, yeah, they didn't cut anybody off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I drank for free the whole game. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, what? I guess it was like select beer tents if you had like your, I don't know, if you had wow. your card. That's crazy. I'd never heard of that before. Got a wristband? I guess. That's great. Well, yeah, the, Tiger, the Memphis Tigers lost, mm-hmm. as, as they have been doing. <clears throat> and then I went home and watched uh, 
as I as I called it, um, LSU beat Alabama. That's awesome. That was that was fun. That was fun. Yeah, that's cool. I had a feeling, man. I had a feeling Alabama's not been great mm-hmm. this year, but they're still very good. Sure. Yeah. I had a feeling, man. I always pull for LSU. I, you know, New Orleans. My grandparents has, went to LSU. New Orleans has a special place in my heart too. Well, they do play in Baton Rouge, Jeffrey. Well, it's the whole vibe. I got you. Yeah. I kind of part of me. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I went where I went, but part of me wishes I would considered LSU. That would have been a cool place to go. Yeah, definitely. I would have been all punk rock saying, "No, I ain't going to football games. I'll go see some basketball, though." <laughs> there, yeah, you would have probably been watching like Ben Simmons. <laughs> or no, that was that was way later. <laughs> who would have been like? Look. I don't know who would have been. Like, <laughs> no, 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 it wouldn't have been Stro. This would have been up their basketball team. It would have been right after Stromile. So I don't know even who went there after Stromile, like right around that area, that time. All right. Uh, Glenn Davis. This is actually good. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. Who? So, (laughs) Big Baby. Did he go? So, my freshman year would have been Ron Dupree and nobody else I heard of. They went in 2001-2001. They went, John Brady was the head coach. And, yeah, Ronald Dupree went to the NBA. Cost Temples. Cost Temple went to the NBA. Next year, they had the same guys. Yeah, let me know when something interesting happens. (laughs) Mm Do you have any good players? I feel like it was kind of a down time. Every once in a while, they just have uh, like my water. last my senior year would have been Brandon Bass. Ugh. Every once in a while, they just have like one or two really good players on that basketball team. They're like from down there, and then, and then the next year. So when I would have, you know, because let's just say I went to LSU and I had my shit together, so I'd be in grad school down there. Then I would have gotten Glenn Davis. Okay, so I would have done two years of grad school, and then I'd have two years of Glenn Davis. My second graduate year would have been. Garrett Temple, Chris Johnson, Tyus, Tyrus Thomas, and Glenn Davis. Tyrus oh, Thomas yeah, would have been fun. Tyrus Thomas, yeah, that yeah. would have been fun. That was the uh, but, was that the Final Four team? That was the Final Four team, wasn't it? Did they make the Final uh, Four? I don't know. With Glenn Davis and Tyrus Thomas. You got a laptop right in front of you. <laughs> I don't remember Poe's, that. Who's already looking at it? <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. I, Poe, all right, Poe, so remember your college years. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, remember who <laughs> went to LSU? He spent the whole time smoking reefer and drinking. Well, he didn't even go to school. Light. He was in he was in Colorado. <laughs> so <laughs> they um, finished nineteenth that year with Tyrus Thomas, and they had nice. a twenty. Let's see, in the tournament. Yeah, they went second round, lost in the national semifinal okay. to UCLA. Mm-hmm. What year was that? So, 05, 06. They won first round, second round, oh. third round, fourth round, then lost in the fifth round, whatever that, whatever that adds up to. Hmm. Yeah, I keep up with the LSU squad just because my Jen's whole family is down there. So, Yeah, 
I think it's a good program. Yeah. I, I think it's uh, they're it's, they're a fun SEC school to root for. I, that's what I'm saying. You like I, I like them, man. I like, like everybody both here. Them. It's like it's like Alabama, Ole Miss, Tennessee. Fuck. No, they hold up. Like I said, my my mom's parents both went there. Arkansas. Yeah. You know, my mom's mom. She's an old timer, and she graduated yeah, graduated from college. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. I kind of like Arkansas a little bit. They got Eric Musselman on that men's basketball yeah, team. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm never mad at Arkansas. It's that coach Musselman, I like him. And my great grandfather played for the Razorbacks. He played football for the Razorbacks. No shit. So, yeah. But Brian, do you need a, a beverage? Um, for tonight. Yeah, you got anything special in there? Or I brought some uh, some ranch water, rancheritas. Rancherita sounds good. I'll I'll probably try one of those. I got Mountain Dew. Oh, it's called Hard Mountain Dew. I got one of these. We got the Rancheritas. We got Budweiser. And we got Boulevard Berry Noir. Oh, I feel like that's like that's become like the official beer of the podcast. I, I got like a lot of them. For the for the twenty two, twenty three NBA season. I got about twenty. So the berry noirs. What would you like? Um, let me hit that rancherita, man. There you go. Thank you. I will also have one. Bo, are you having a beer tonight? I got a hams going right now. Ham man. All right. So what else have you been up to, Bo? Uh, I went to a concert on Friday night. Yeah. Is that the one you've been looking uh, forward to? Yeah, the Smashing the smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, you went with your buddy or whatever? Yeah, the guy from Buffalo and then uh, the, my other buddy, Eric, who you, you had the fire, fire set chat with. Eric, and the guy from Buffalo, did I meet that? Did I meet that? Yeah, dude, Brian. Yeah, you yeah. guys talked about him not being able to watch the Bills games. Oh yeah, <laughs> he, yeah, that guy was pretty funny. He loves he the, the d- Bills, but he doesn't watch the games. Yeah, Wait. I was like, why do you fucking care about the Bills then if you're not going to yeah. watch the games? So I was like, what enjoyment are you getting out of this? And he goes, none. He's like, it's too stressful. <sighs> And he, he's like, he's like been defeated too many times. That's how I understood it. Am I wrong, Bo? That's correct. It's like, there's too much letdown and it's, it's too meaningful. So he can't actually sit down and watch it. So That's they're crazy. actually good now and he's not watching the games. Right. No, Josh I'll, I'll send him like, I'll send him a text and he's like, I'm not watching. It's crazy to me. I told him straight to his face. I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, watch the games, man. Enjoy it. Like like Brian just said, they're good. Yeah. They could win the Super Bowl. Watch the games. <laughs> they're loaded. Josh Allen is a beast. They're really good. It just blew my mind. He's like, no, I, I can't watch them. I'm like, why do you even fucking care then? <laughs> like, what do you just look at the fucking stats later? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think wonder, he reads the, the Bill's Reddit page. I wonder what happened. Like, what the fuck? Watching the game is like the best part of why the sport exists. He's just, it's that Bill Parcells shit. I know it is. When he was young. Uh-huh. And they went and they lost like, what was it? Like four Super Bowls or something? Four in a row. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's crazy they did that. <laughs> it's it's like triggered some kind of trauma. Yeah, they're like the. <laughs> It's like some reverse Michael Jordan shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the team that always got like title finals and could never win? Like uh like the Lake like Jerry West yeah. from the Lakers. Like it's like yeah, so it's like being a fan of like the Utah Jazz during oh, right. during Michael Jordan. Or Carl Malone's like MVP, but they can't they just can't get over they can't get past Michael. Yeah. <laughs> How was the show, Bo? Uh, it was good. It was interesting. It was different. Yeah, it was a concert. But it was a, my first arena concert. Right. Yeah. It's like a big, big thing. Were they? Were they good? Was, yeah, they were actually were good. If you, if you like, if you like the Smashing Pumpkins, I would say go see them. If yeah. you, um, if it's convenient. Was it? Uh, was it just them? Uh, Jane's Addiction open and some other band open. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, I, f- I, heard, I forgot they were touring together. That would have like blown my fifteen-year-old mind. What was Jane's to Addiction? Think like, wait a minute, hang on. Jane's Addiction <laughs> and Smashing Pumpkins are going on tour together, and Smashing Pumpkins. Jane's Addiction's opening for Smashing Pumpkins. You're like, telling me I can get tickets to this? <laughs> yeah. What was the Jane's Addiction? Did, no, that was Soul Asylum. What was their big song? <laughs> the one with the dogs. The dogs? <laughs> they had uh, a yeah, big called stealing, Jane says. Um yeah. and they had they had like a they had like a comeback. Oh. It was not good. Uh, nah. nah. There's there's the first two records. And uh I actually despise that kind of music in that time frame. What like uh like LA shredding fake metal? I just wasn't into Smashing Pumpkins was like kinda whiny. Yeah. What did I like? Like Green Day, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I have a I have Weezer. Like a, on t- I dubbed it on tape. My buddy got like a four C D set. Of Jane's Addiction, and it's like B sides and like two live shows, <laughs> and I I like dubbed it onto cassette tape, mm-hmm. wore that thing out <laughs> when I was like fifteen. <laughs> nice, <laughs> dude. Tatum just rocked the rim. I was watching that. This looks over. The Grizzlies are down double digits. Three minutes left. Yeah, they're down. Tatum it's, puts it's the probably over. hammer down. God's will. Well, Win. Maybe they'll turn it around, but that was a five-point swing because John missed that, and then Tatum hit the, got the dunk. Tatum is having a big-time MVP season so far. Where's he at on points per game? Tatum seventh at thirty a game. Luca's averaging thirty. What thirty-six a game? And where's Jalen? Six spots down at 25. So they're both averaging more points per game this year than they were last year. It's early, but SGA is at 30 points a game. Sixth in the league leaders. Mm. <laughs> so 
There's like a minute oh. left in this Grizzlies game. John Morant just oh, missed a free throw. They're down. They missed both of them. Seven. He misses they them miss both. both Joe. God yeah. Damn it. Fuck. I can What's... live and die with Ja like that, though. Damn. Man just kicked the ball into the stands. <laughs> oh, look at those titties. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, Kate? They're hanging out. Are they? I said, oh, look at those titties, and Kate was just gave me this, the death stare. Oh, yep, there's the kick. <laughs> yeah, see? Here they come. Oh, there's the boobies. Yeah, just, <laughs> yes, see? <laughs> they, all, they both just yelled the boobs, Kate. No. <laughs> I can see her from there, this replay with, sm- with Smot driving the lane. Oh, we got Conchar closing the game. I mean, what do you expect? So he's been good this year. Oh, they don't look like no foul. Fell down. Yeah, yeah, that's classic Marcus Smart flop. I mean, I love Marcus Smart's game, but that was a flop. Call stands. Not enough to reverse it. Must have been a little contact. Oh, Jaron's got a really cool shirt with blue flames on it. Dude, he looks like Guy Fieri. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Look at all that Dude. fucking neck jewelry. <laughs> I know that neck jewelry on Jaron's ridiculous. <laughs> well, good for him. That stupid green hair. Hmm. There you go, Dylan, passing it. It's not looking good for the Grizzlies. Oh, Bane, that's twice Shoot you. Shoot that shit. And like Let's it gets better, boys. Let's go. John ja Morant makes it a four point game with 40 seconds left. Oh, shit. John ja just hurt Tatum. Oh, clipped him. He went for the ball. He was going for the ball. Maybe he's faking. I don't know. That's a, yeah. Knee knocker. Case she he's fine, so she knows. <laughs> Yeah, he's just kind of. It was his tattoos that are hurting. His tattoos are hurting. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, he's fine. That was. That was interesting. They didn't have Horford under the basket for the rebound. They had him uh, back behind the free throw shooter so he could get back on defense. Why did Tatum just get out of his way? I think Tatum, uh, his knee's a little weak. He might have a little, his knee might be a little uh, unsteady. <coughs> or I'm sorry, not Tatum, Jalen. Jalen, Jalen just like ducked out. Oh, Jalen Brown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just late reacting to it. So, Bo, uh, yeah. anything else on that concert or what? No, it was, it was, the set list was solid, and they didn't do an encore. It was really funny. I was walking out of the concert, and I was, it was, it was, I was happy with the show. Like, it was, it was great. They put on a great show, but I was walking out, and I was like, "What the fuck, Billy? No fucking encore! Like, what kind of shit's that?" <laughs> just, just being, just stupid, right? Yeah, right. And this woman, she got all. She like, was like, "Yeah, like, why? Like, what the fuck? I paid all this money for these tickets." And, <laughs> She was like ready to start like a riot. I said, no, 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 I'm kidding. It was a great show. <laughs> like played for two hours. Yeah, what the fuck? 
Come on, Des. Oh! But this doesn't do shit for us, though. Four-point game, two possessions with 10 seconds yeah. left. Well, it could do something. But... But uh, it was pretty hilarious that she got all two. pissed. I was like, no, 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 you should not be pissed. One-point game with two seconds left. Boston's going to the line. Need Tatum to miss the first one, huh? We can make them actually, or make miss the first one, make the second, but he can make them both. Right, but he missed the last two. Like to see him miss one, the first one. I would, yeah. Uh, Grizzlies have no timeout, so Fuck. yeah, you're right. So Damn it. <clears throat> if he makes the first one, just miss the second one. It's they could call a timeout and just end the game if they get the ball back. Oh, just end the game. <laughs> Chris Weber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Contra gets it. Ah, oh, Josh slipped. He threw it behind his back. <laughs> Not there That's yet. Funny. Mm-hmm. A good game. Oh, God. <laughs> well, good game. A little unsatisfying for the Grizzlies to lose, but Boston's really good. Anyway, we got back down. We were down 11 at one point in the fourth quarter, so, you know. Yeah, that can't happen. A lot of mutual respect after the game. See you in the finals. There you go. That's right. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to talk to Marcus Smart, though. Is it worth clicking around to try to watch all these end of games or no? We can. Like every every game is ending. We also need to get this podcast going. That's yeah, true. One game you want to flip to. You know, I wonder. Um, Steve Adams being out, how he would have affected that game. Nets, Mavs. I, I really think Steven Adams makes a. I mean, clearly he makes yeah. a huge difference for this team. Yeah, just his playmaking and defense and the screen setting. Yeah, they started Santi like, at center, right? Like, yeah. Well, they're missing Jaron and Jaron too, and yeah, yeah. But with like Steven I, Adams, I, I can live. I mean, like as you know, Jaron was like second defensive player of the year voting last year or something crazy like that he's like for some reason like i'm okay with jaron being out just because okay i can live with that but steven being out right now i'm like no we need him oh should we watch so, uh the jazz versus the lakers and since the pick game we're about to cover <laughs> and they're rematching right now dude and, well, just the i didn't like watching first. it the first time <laughs> uh, well the kings are uh, that, beating the warriors that's it. That's at half. Lakers, Jazz is half. So we just need to go. You go Nets, Nets, uh, Mavs. All right, let's do that. Oh, and a little Iron Eagle on the podcast. Iron, thanks for joining us. <laughs> All right, we'll watch that. Anyway, I think it's time for us to move on. Is there any news that we need to talk about? There's all sorts of news, but I feel like it's it's 
been covered as not ad nauseum. I just want to get to the play um, game. There was a, yeah, there was I a mean, big one that dropped today. What? Uh, Kawhi Leonard out indefinitely amid ACL recovery. Yep. Oh my! I was going to say God. say that say that one. He's played like three games. Yes, yeah. he played. He's played like sixty minutes. <laughs> it sucks, man. Yeah, it it's, it's, I don't. I, I mean, I don't. I don't wish this on anybody. Go pick up it, Terrence. It, it, Terrence it, Mann. Just, <laughs> Terrence Mann's and uh, Luke Kennard, one of those guys. Well, he's been out all year. It didn't matter. And then we we don't need to talk about the Nets. That's mm. oh Kyrie. Yeah. You don't, want to, you don't want to talk about it, Bo? No. Well, Steve Nash was fired. Fuck. Yeah. And a coach fired. It's kind of a big deal. I know, but. I don't think firing mm. Steve Nash is going to solve a fucking thing. I think, no. Well, I think I think it's just like when they fired Luke Walton, the Kings. It's kind of like, right. what the fuck? Well, um, they, uh, they, uh, <laughs> huh? This is what's happened with the Nets repeatedly this season is they've done something bad or some other team has done something bad. They've fired Steve Nash and talked about replacing him with fucking Ima Udoka. It's insane. So it's just like shoveling shit on top of shit. Well, that's the thing. and I really don't want to talk about the Nets because it's been, I mean, every media outlet has just that's fine but what's i mean do you have an opinion about any of it they're a shit show and it's all back to Kyrie. yeah if they uh, let's just say this let's say that you replace Kyrie with mike conley on the nets and mike conley plays all the games and james harden probably still there you know and then ben simmons this thing the ben simmons thing is a complete disaster and the fucking Rockets get to swap picks with the Nets this year. I, I mean, it's just like unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yep, maybe a, too much. Player. Such a fucking disaster. Is this what happens when the players have too much control? And they think they know what's best for the organization. I think it's that, and when you import culture, you, like remember the Nets, they had what Jared Allen. Uh, I guess D'Angelo Russell and Spencer, uh, Dinwiddie, Karis Levert, Dinwiddie, Karis Levert, and they were hitting on all these like late draft picks because they didn't have any picks, but they were building a culture. They had they got a, a good coach, and then they import. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody takes Kyrie and and Durant. Everybody takes Durant with Kyrie. Like everybody does that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that's what happens when you you're not homegrown. You you, you mm-hmm. roll the dice and. Mm-hmm. This is a possibility. It worked for the Miami Heat when they got LeBron, so everybody thinks you know, like, oh, it'll work for me. Yeah, but like, dude, you got Chris Bosh, yeah, and Dwayne Wade, little, who was already it's Miami. It's a little different, yeah. I don't think I I, I side with Charles Barkley <laughs> on this one. The Steve Nash firing is he's a scapegoat. It's just not oh, going to fix anything. It's not going to change anything. It just had to be done because something had to happen. <laughs> and this is one thing that I haven't heard anybody say, but I feel like we're missing from all this. And it's just, I, I, I kind of hate to say it, but the Kyrie thing has been clearly, it's, it's just mortifying. It's horrible. 
the 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 conspiracy theory stuff he's gone down mm-hmm. and but you know like charles and you have reggie miller and shack and kareem all those dudes are like calling Kyrie out for their shit mm-hmm. for his shit right mm-hmm. um and they're uh, to me i feel like they're too far removed for a guy like Kyrie to actually care what they say no he don't care but the one guy that's not around to say anything is kobe and i feel like kobe would would say something that would be meaningful and yeah. impactful to Kyrie, and he's just not here to do that bron spoke out and about I, it bron did uh bron bron said he had no no time yeah, basically that's true. like no time that's true. for us you know, you know who is around to say something to Kyrie? Uh, Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah. Right? He's right there tonight. I'm watching him. And Kevin Durant's just like, his response to it, of course, which he immediately came back and was like, well, i got to clarify. It just seems like this is... The idea that this is like all the media's fault. No. I mean, yeah, they, they've amplified it because that's what, that's what the media does yeah they're watching they, everything it's a story they want to report on it so they get ratings but it's it's a, we're all watching it's a story that needs resolution and mm-hmm. I, I just i just i don't understand i don't understand Kyrie at all i just I, I don't get the thought process it's I completely don't. unnecessary bullshit like an injury is one thing you don't have the guy because of an injury but this guy is just it's just just like detrimental conduct over yeah. and over and over where it's doing nothing to help the team or the organization, which is a multi-million dollar business. This is not just like fucking around. And he's done nothing to do any good. It's all just been negative attention. Somebody's in his ear. Like, it has to be somebody telling him, like, that this shit is okay. Mm -hmm. Like, this is normal. Like, you you can do whatever you want. Who's going to stop you? Yeah. Uh, so, who on. that person is, I have guesses. Mm-hmm. His people that are around him. He started changing like five, six years ago. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I think it's his home life, but whatever. I don't know. If, fuck it. I don't care. Like, whatever. It's, mm-hmm. it's people around him. Yeah. It started with the flat earth shit. Mm-hmm. He's not the same person, and he's not thinking clearly. He's not thinking for himself. Mm-hmm. He's trying to please someone else, yeah. I think. Yeah. He's trying to be different, mm-hmm. but it's not helping anything. He's just a cancer man at this point. Yeah. He thought He thought he was fighting with the media, but in fact, he's fighting with... The world. The world. And like he's fighting with his with his organization, with the NBA, with his with his agents. His future. I mean the guy's made already, but yeah. You can you can argue know. you can argue that like it's free speech and he doesn't owe the public an apology, but he owes the owner of his team an apology or an explanation. If I'm he him, owes an explanation to the owner of his team, to the to Adam Silver, who runs the NBA. Mm-hmm. He owes an explanation to his agency. <laughs> He's priorities are not right. To his sponsors. 
<laughs> his priorities are fucked up. Yeah. Like, what's more important, man? Like, your fucking Instagram or your job? Like, yeah. what's more important? Where the money, like, the millions of dollars are coming from? Maybe it should be prioritized rather than some, like, whim Instagram post. And then he's not apologizing, which just makes it worse. Or even explaining. Oh, I don't give a fuck if he Anything. explains it or like, not. Like, yeah, but he's just not being smart. And you're right, Bo, it's heavily covered, but my opinion is he's he's just not prioritizing his life properly. What does he have to gain from trying to appear different? Mm-hmm. Like he's on a different level of consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> like well, what, we've already been there with the fucking vaccine. What do you have to gain? And that was all it's bullshit, t- too. It's, it's t- yeah. Yeah. But the Steve Steve Nash thing kind of bothers me. A lot of people complain that he doesn't know how to coach, and I think that's fucking horseshit. Whether or not he's the best at it is that I can argue, but the fact that people think that he just has no clue what he's doing, maybe it's a tough fucking job. Yeah. And especially with this team, maybe it's a position nobody that's new to the game should have been in. That's fair. Yeah. But the fact that people think that Steve Nash has no idea what he's doing and he can't coach is just yeah. completely absurd to me. He's in charge of a team full of head cases. <laughs> it's it's not his fucking fault. The guy knows basketball. <laughs> I hope he lands on his feet. Yeah, he maybe just uh stay away for a little while done. though. Maybe you'll see him on a can, assistant. Canadian thing. Maybe you'll I just mean, see him on a bench as an assistant. In the long run, he'll be fine. Yeah, he's but. fine. He, uh, I'm assuming he took this job because he wanted to coach in the NBA, mm-hmm. and I think he deserves another shot. I, I think you'll see him on a bench. Maybe not right away. Maybe he's like, dude, like I need to decompress from this yeah. whole situation. I can't believe how I was used as a scapegoat. I was not the fucking problem. And the Nets won't be better. They will not be better without Steve Nash. Anyway, let's get off it. I think we need to go to the pick game. I like that pick game. Play it again. (laughs) Play it again. Yeah. I like that. Pick game. Pick game. Friday night. Six and three Utah Jazz at the two and five Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> what was the expected outcome? <laughs> I think we got the expected outcome. <laughs> this was this was about it. It was uh, Utah the whole time. Yeah. Well, the the Lakers made it close at one point. They did. They fought. They didn't give up expectations for the game what why why did we pick this game we had we i I let you guys pick this terrible game there were other options and you guys were like no i don't think no it went down uh, i think i think it was more brian than anything else no no you guys were hyping up what about if the lakers and utah they make a trade 
That was what you guys were hyping yeah. up. I didn't. I didn't want to watch it. I don't. I didn't either. I wasn't thrilled think, about this pick I game. I think I agreed. I think I agreed we should watch it because this could be the last iteration of either of these teams. No, well, it we wasn't. I wasn't exactly looking forward to it. Bo, were you looking forward to it? Did you watch it? I watched a very condensed version of it. Oh, you didn't really even watch I, it. I watched it, but this, I'm trying to get back in my rhythm, my House of Hoops podcast rhythm. Yeah, I know it's tough. And so I'm, I'm just being completely honest. I read a couple things about it, watched the condensed version. That's cool. Reviewed the box score. So what did you learn? Do, that the Lakers are not good. Mm-hmm. And that the Jazz can shoot three pointers, and they can distribute the ball. So if you look at the the Jazz had thirty one assists versus mm-hmm. actually thirty one to twenty two. Tw- yeah, and then the but the threes and were, then three pointers were pretty close, like forty two percent each team. But the Jazz just threw up more volume. Yeah, mm-hmm. slightly more. My take well, the Lakers like- shot a shitload of free throws too. Yeah, my takeaway mm-hmm. from the box score was yeah the 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 percentages field goal three point and free throws were very similar, but Utah took twenty more shots, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. more possessions. Yeah, yeah, the Lakers took eighteen more free throws. And some like, of that Utah re- took twenty more shots. So. Some of that's the rebounding battle. Uh, Utah dominating the offensive and defensive boards because they have size. Utah has tons of size. Yeah. The Lakers have like none. They got AD. Is he 6'11? 6'11, I think. Okay. I think he's but he's like the only guy that can actually play on the Lakers that has size. They're 6'10. He's the only guy. The identity of the Jazz is it's a cohesive team. The identity of the Lakers is who's going to step up and try to dominate. Is it going to be which one of the three guys is going to? carry the load that's the identity of the lakers well and to me like it what's what's crazy to me is the lakers should have clarkson conley and olenic and gay basically they should have those guys in there on the lakers (laughs) and lakers don't have anybody even close to that not even one like not yeah one not even one player to that level and those are the kind of players that the Lakers front office should be like, oh, we could get Olenek for, you know, these, these right. kibbles and bits, basically. Right, right, right. Which is what he's, and they they haven't even done that. But I like don't the think the fact that they gave what's his face the Lakers front office that extension it was insane to me. Well, you can say that like okay, Kel- Kelly Olenek is like a very valuable piece to Utah, and they got him for whatever, nothing or whatever. But I mean, this is just Chris Wallace shit. Kelly Olenek's not going to take you to the finals and probably not even to the playoffs. He's not going to win. He's better than anything the Lakers have. For now, as far as it's beginning of the season. He works in the system. He works yeah. in the system they're running. They're he definitely. works in the system that a rookie head coach is running. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. mind-blowing. I don't think that, that like the Lakers team is like built to win a championship. The Utah team is built to win regular season games. This Lakers team is built to get the. But that was the idea. That was the plan, though. I'm not saying it's working. I'm saying that was the plan. Like they, they they got their big three, 
fucking stud superstars so they can win in the playoffs and try to chase the title. That's sure, what yeah, they were yeah, built for. Yeah. They weren't built to, like, last in the regular season, which is a problem. Oh, in the, in it's the, a problem. In the words of Jalen Rose, the operation was success. <laughs> the patient died. <laughs> I didn't want to watch the game. <laughs> I waited until the last minute. Me too. I'll watch it today. <laughs> I did too. And I, I swear, I had to restart the third quarter because I, like, fell asleep watching it. I think I watched the Utah broadcast. I don't know. Yeah, same. Something it the, about it was the default broadcast. Something about Zion's bank, whatever that is. Rudy Gay doesn't start. Neither does uh, Colin Sexton. No, but Rudy Gay's out there, and he's like, "You know who I used to be?" <laughs> he's looking at the guys that are starting ahead of him. He's like, "God <laughs> damn it, I should be starting." But yeah, Will Hardy, the Jazz head coach, first year, super young guy. He seems very confident. Mm-hmm. Seems competent, calm, calm. He looks like the real deal. He's coaching the shit out of this squad. Right away, I noticed the Jazz making really great passes. They're very willing to share the ball. They zip it around, dude. Conley running the team looks great with Donovan Mitchell gone. Like, Conley's kind of, like, back into his, I'm the point general. Mm-hmm. He's back in his natural role. Did you feel that way, Bo? I thought Conley looked great, great, man. Yeah. And then Sexton comes in off the bench and just kind of picks up where Conley leaves off. But Sexton doesn't really move the ball around as well as Conley. I don't think he sees the floor like Conley does. I think he's probably a better scorer, though. He's a two. He's a shooter. He is a a better scorer, maybe. I don't know. Conley's had some really good years of scoring. Well, yeah, yeah. And Conley's averaging seven, like seven assists a game this year. Right. Conley's been good. He's kind of, I think, uh, the coach probably really likes Conley. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Dude, if you're a rookie head coach, <laughs> you love Mike Conley. You want Mike Conley to be your starting point guard. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. I'm well, sure Conley's helping him out a ton. Well, yeah. And then the Lakers made their first like good run in the game. It was in the second quarter, and Conley was out, and Sexton was running the point. And the Lakers made a good run. The defense slacked off for utah and utah's offense kind of got a little stagnant sometimes sexton and conley play together but it's not surprising that it works to me because they've both have played with another point guard like conley played with donovan sexton played with darius garland so they kind of already know that situation and they know how to react it works it's just working. Do you guys think Utah's a playoff team? I don't know what to think because I don't know what Ainge is thinking. I think if they kept well, it together. As they, it stands. If they kept it together, I think they would be in that 8-6 to six playing range. Hmm. I agree. Yeah, I mean, if they don't, if they don't blow it up and just let it roll. I don't, the, they're just deep. The they have a, like, dudes that can score. Yeah. 
I was thinking they're just like the trap team of the year. <laughs> they're just uh, really simplifying things, and they have all those bigs, all those tall dudes. They can really play any style of basketball. That's what I was thinking. Like they can they can match up and adjust to any team. Yeah, they have they, so many pieces. Their bigs can all shoot. That team is yeah. They can really adapt and play any style of basketball, and they're so fucking deep. That roster is insanely deep. Laurie Markinen. He was he, like dunking on everybody, dude. He was so aggressive. <laughs> He's looking to attack the rim. Yeah, where was this guy in Chicago? Motherfucker, <laughs> he's 25 now. So, like, Laurie Bird is just 25. <laughs> he's getting a little older. <laughs> he's learning the game. He's five years in the league now. He's averaging, like, 22 points a game right now, up from 14 last year. That's a big jump. We're looking at a most improved player potential, like, candidate here. I think he's just kind of coming into his own a little bit. I bet he gets even better, especially if he stays playing in a system that just really just works for him. The same thing that um, Kelly Olynyk is going through, where the system is just perfect. They're jacking threes, and the lane's clear, and everybody's sharing the ball. He had Laurie came out very aggressive in this game. He had 12 in the first quarter. And then the Jazz have a tight and very active and energetic defense. Bo, this game kind of reminded me of watching the Timberwolves play the Lakers with the size okay. inside. I got you with the size, yeah. Yeah, so much. And the Lakers just can't match up. They can't. Anybody that has size, they can't fuck with them. And the Jazz have so many weapons. Did you guys see that... Uh, sequence in the second quarter Bo you probably didn't see it because it probably wasn't on like the highlight reel that you watched <laughs> but Rudy Gay almost tipped the ball into the wrong yeah. basket <laughs> did uh, you see that Brian yeah. <laughs> it almost went in it was like a, a long like a medium long rebound and Rudy just kind of slapped at it <laughs> instead of grabbing the ball <laughs> And it hit like the right on the fucking back of the rim. <laughs> it made me smile a little bit. There was a sequence in the in the first quarter that was kind of fun. Walker Kessler blocked Anthony Davis. Oh, right. It's like, oh shit. Yes. I saw that. And then immediately they go back down and they come down the other end and Anthony Davis just dunks on his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like a uh, like a uh, ego thing, like yeah. a macho thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll show you. <laughs> All right, I'll show you, rookie. Uh huh. Nice block, rookie. Mm -hmm. Block this. That rookie's good though. What's his name? Walker Kessler. Yeah, he looks like. Uh, he looks good. I mean, you know, for a young guy, he looks like he knows how to play basketball. He's just another large individual. Yeah, he's not getting a ton of minutes, but he doesn't. He doesn't look completely lost out there. Mm -mm. No, a kid can play and he can which, shoot. Is which you'll take saying. it from a from from a a rookie big. You'll take that. Mm -hmm. Utah in the first quarter, it, uh, Utah ended it with it was their highest scoring first quarter of the season. Mm. Yeah, what did they put up? 
It was uh, end of the first quarter was forty to thirty four. Forty scored forty. Yeah. Um, they followed that up in the second quarter by having their highest scoring second quarter of the season. Oh, against the Lakers, who can't match up with anybody. The Lakers have a big. I, I keep hearing that like they're one of the best defensive teams in the league. They actually play good defense, but I didn't see it in this game. Mm-mm. They scored seventy five and a half. I mean, if they kept up that pace, that means they would have scored 150 in this game. Getting buckets. If, any, if anybody at home is keeping up with the math. Well, they almost did. And it's not like they're just scoring a lot. They're scoring at very high efficiency rates. Yeah. Like their starters, at least. Laurie, Olenek, Vanderbilt, Clarkson, Conley. Jordan like, Clarkson looks... Mm-hmm. Really fun on this team. He and does, he's, man. He's he was start. like, he had like that big ass dunk. I was, I was thinking, who is that? <laughs> right, oh, Clark- Jordan Clarkson, of course. Yeah, that dude can still get buckets. Yeah, what's Ainge gonna? That, my biggest thing was, what is Ainge gonna do with this team? Just let him win, I think, and I not get Scoot Henderson or Wimbenyana. I mean, dude, if he starts trading pieces off this team and they're still like they're in playoff contention <laughs> i mean i mean coach of the year <laughs> come on yeah come on man will hardy new candidate for coach of the year <laughs> uh clarkson though yeah he's super aggressive looking for shots getting in the lane making the lickers uncomfortable I think he also wins the most likely to hit the clubs while in L.A. for the few days award. <laughs> that dude looks like he parties. Yeah. <laughs> he's mixing it up. He's joking around. He's laughing. He's having fun with uh, his teammates. Mm-hmm. Like He seems like a good dude to have around. Yeah. They do. They look like. They do. They look cohesive and they look like they like each other. They and do. They're enjoying playing basketball. And the Lakers. Do not. Correct. The Lakers seem like they are working. Yeah. Where the Jazz are just like having fun. Yeah. It really does seem like a total, like night and day. Jazz had four players in double digits scoring by halftime. That's good. That's how you score 75. (laughs) But on the Lakers side, I've talked about Lonnie Walker, the fourth. He is a bright spot for the Lakers, I think. He's having a nice season, I feel like. But Utah never let off the gas. Lakers went on a fun run in the third quarter mm-hmm. with LeBron out. Mm-hmm. And I, I, think I, they I did. think I said something about this a podcast or two ago, if you'll remember. They look more fun when it's like Russ and AD and the kids out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's what's his name? Um Juan it, Toscano Anderson is who you're thinking of, aren't you? It's fun. He's okay. I don't love him. Austin Reeves is the kid. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like all over the place. Mm. Yeah, when they get when it's like when it's A D and Russ and the kids and they can just like run. Mm-hmm. And, and LeBron like, and, like, and Russ is doing his Russ thing. Mm-hmm. Like Le- they're it's it seems like that is that's effective. Now, granted, like they maybe, 
I seem to remember during this run the Utah starters were in. Maybe it was Colin Sexton instead of Conley. Yeah. Like they weren't just they weren't just running against Utah's bench, but they were effective. Right. It's almost like without LeBron out there, nobody slows it game down because yeah. LeBron mm-hmm. wants it slow and mm-hmm. LeBron wants to control it. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's more free without him. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, LeBron could like loosen it up a little bit and just fuck around a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And they look like but I don't know, so they much just look pressure. like there's more there's more hands out. Mm. Like they're they're just kind of running around. But there's so much pressure. Most of it's transition. Like they're just like running in transition and they're successful with that. There's so much pressure to win. Do you think that like weighs on LeBron? Like he can't just be loose out there? I think it weighs on all of them because they play for the Lakers. Yeah, there's so much pressure. Like they can't just like goof around or like play free. Like it's too much. Like it's too important. Huh. The Lakers did make a run, and I think that's what you're talking about, where it got to like within four. Yeah. But Utah held strong, played together. Yeah, they ended the third quarter. It was it was 195. Uh huh. I mean, Lakers are right there. You're getting the you're getting the Russell Westbrook at the free throw line MVP chance. Dude, that was awesome. Yeah. Like the crowd has given him yeah. a lot of shit. Yeah. I'm sure of it. Mm-hmm. But they show love when yeah. the effort's there. Yeah. And I think that's kind of been the problem is people don't feel like he's giving it the effort. And I think it's the I just think it's the situation. I think it's the fit. It's a bad fit. Like that's why I like him coming oh, off the bench. We all knew it was a bad fit. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like him coming off the bench and running that second unit, even if like AD is still out there. Like I'm telling you, man, like that. 26. They're, they're sprinting up the court in transition. 26 points off the bench. But he also hit three of five from three, which is. Yeah, he ain't going to do that huh? all the time, yeah. Six dimes, a couple steals. Yeah, he was hitting threes, which was, that's not always going to happen. But He led the team in turnovers, but it was only four. But 26 off the bench, I mean, if you can get that, if he'll do it. Hmm. You guys you guys aren't going to bite? Um, you guys aren't going to bite? That, um, I think, that I think LeBron's the problem and not anybody else in the team. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> can't agree with that. I kept hearing it. But. I heard where it was going, and I was kind of agreeing with you, but I can't say LeBron is the problem, but. I don't actually think LeBron is a problem. I think it's just. I think it's just the. <laughs> it's the, interesting. I think it's the lineups. I think it's the lineups. It's interesting because he does slow the game down. And I just don't. I, I I just don't think he can be out there like the entire game. I think they just have to be smart with how they play him. He played the he played the second most minutes after AD. Which is, I mean, there's there that's their two marquee players. So you want them playing the most minutes. I don't know. Maybe Braun should be the power forward and AD should be the center. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Hang on now. They have no size. Like, who the fuck is Matt Ryan? Pat Beverly's a center. <laughs> P-Bail. How about, how about that Minnesota crowd giving Pat Beverly the, the love? Oh, yeah. That was interesting when we were up at that game. Mm-hmm. They still like him. He was I, traded. I can understand why he, he loves Minnesota. He should love Minnesota. He won he won a Super Bowl there. He 
<laughs> won some games against the Grizzlies in a playoff series. Yeah, he did. He didn't get swept. <laughs> yeah, and in their eyes, he like is responsible for most of that winning. <laughs> Maybe, actually, he probably is. Maybe you think you think those fans would take that trade back right now? <laughs> mm, maybe they need to wait and see. What I think happens. I think I would. You think Anthony Edwards would take that trade back? Right Vanderbilt's now? <laughs> the guy. Vanderbilt's the guy yeah. I want. I would want back. Yeah, Vanderbilt looked good for Utah. It's another like. I mean, he was he he. He he was a good fit for the situation in Minnesota, and he's a good fit for the situation in Utah. I mean, he's a starter. Like, yeah. how could how do you not love this guy? Like, he's just a plug and play. You stick him in there. You don't. You know, you're not. They're not calling no plays for Jared Vanderbilt. He's just out there getting it done. Yeah, yeah, he does. He just like fills in the caps. Conley, Mike Conley, after the game. He said in his post-game interview that the team is having fun and playing free. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the players are happy. Then they have a good squad that gets along. Yeah. Utah's doing things. Jazz are three and three on the road after this game. Seven and three overall. Yeah, they seem like they've got it. They seem like they've got a good thing going up there. I mean, this also seems like a group of guys that, like, if they went on a skid and, like, lost three or four straight, like, it wouldn't be the end of the world for them. They'd be like, let's just get back out there, mm-hmm. you know? Right. There's not going to be a problem. Yeah. If you look who the Jazz have played and who they've beaten this season, they've beaten the Nuggets. They've beaten the Pelicans. Beat the Grizzlies twice. And then, yeah, a couple... uh on the Grizz. Yeah, they beat the Clippers. Looks like they're going to beat the Lakers again tonight. Yeah, it looks like the road goes through Utah. The Jazz, <laughs> yeah. They they have losses to the Mavs, to the Rockets. I don't think they've been... Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, I get it. Like, the Grizzlies are supposed to be really good, but that's when I say, are they the trap team of the year? Like, nobody's expecting them to be that good. And they are. Yeah. And teams just aren't ready, like mentally or f- prepared mm-hmm. for a really good jazz team. Yeah. I mean, with and Utah, it slips away. With Utah, they're, all of their stars have been healthy all season. Mm-hmm. I think it's a trap team of the year. I don't think they will make the playoffs. They look nice now, but we get 40 games into the season. They'll probably be like five hundred. I'd put them in the playoffs. Hell, I think I had the Lakers in the playoffs. So yeah, I'll put I'll put Utah in the playoffs now <laughs> with, with what I know and what I've seen. Yeah, I mean they could win a lot of uh, first if they make the playoffs, fine. Okay. First round exit. Sure. <laughs> sure. I'll give you that. <laughs> I don't I I think it's like uh nobody's really looking at them like the yeah. Spurs used to do. Nobody's really looking at us. I'm not calling them. I'm not calling them contenders, but I mean, and they keep playing like this. I think just nobody's paying attention to them, and they're just like rifling off these wins, and they haven't really like. Okay, they played the Grizzlies a couple times, but they haven't gone through a gauntlet schedule yet. They haven't just played like 
five games against contenders. Yeah. Oh, wait. They haven't played any East teams yet? Is that what you're saying? They haven't played a lot of teams, man. They haven't played the Warriors yet. They haven't played the Suns yet. They haven't played Phoenix yet. Yeah. The Sixers. They got the Sixers coming up. Utah-Cleveland? That game will be fun. That's in the middle of December. But I'm just saying, like, I think right now they're just, like, uh, flying under the radar. Yeah. Trap team. That's what I think. For the sake of time, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do lowered expectations. Keep it short. It's getting late. This podcast is getting long. Yeah. We still got to pick a game. Shit. All right. We'll do lowered expectations and we'll pick a game. And I think that'll be really quick too. Uh, Bo, who's your team on lowered expectations? The Oklahoma City Thunder. Do you have anything on the Thunder? Uh, Shea has been really good. Mm-hmm. They are four and six on the season. And they are four and six. It's like right yeah. where lowered expectations team would be. Mm-hmm. They're and not losing everything. Is, mm-hmm. No, they're not losing everything. They're right there. Mm-hmm. Their point differential on the season, they're minus 2.1. So they're right where they need to be for lowered expectations. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> to be more specific, they're averaging about 110 points a game. And they're giving up about 112 points a game. Mm-hmm. Perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And their best player, Shea Gildas Alexander, he's having one hell of a year so far. This is his age 24 season, which is kind of hard to believe. Yeah. So his fifth year in the league. He's averaging 30 points a game. Future's bright. On 50, 53%. Field goal percentage, you know, four rebounds, six assists, two steals. He's actually leading the league in steals at this point. Two two point three steals and a block a game. I think he, you know, watching a watching a game or two of theirs, I think he'd be making having more assists if he had teammates that could shoot, which he does not have at this point. Yeah, um, which is fine. I, I think they're in a good spot moving forward and it kind of goes back to the uh to the durant Kyrie thing with the clippers like would the clippers be better off with paul george and Kawhi, or would they be better off having a 24 year old shake ellis alexander and a nucleus nucleus yeah so it's 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 a weird you know the clippers didn't haven't won anything with the guys they have Injuries. So I think I'd pick yeah, injuries, yeah. Yeah. I think I'd take Shea. But yeah, obviously they don't have Chet Holgram this year. Mm-hmm. He's out. Poku has been intriguing, but mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's about all I have there about who they we thought they'd be, maybe a little bit better to this point. And uh Yeah, it sounds like uh Everything's going kind of as planned with him. So we'll mm-hmm. stick with uh, Thunder for you, I think. Maybe. Yeah. 
I hope that the Thunder let him let let them play it out and let Shea play because he's been he's been awesome and he needs to grow. He needs to play basketball because like I one more thing I'll say about young players is look at how bad Wiseman's been. Hmm. And if Wiseman had played, yeah, at Memphis, he may not have ever been the number two pick. He it might have been uh, exposed uh, that he was actually no good. I don't know about that. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not jumping on board with that. I think he would have dominated in college, destroyed. Well, I, I hope he would have. I think uh, Wiseman's issue is just lack of playing time, lack of experience. Okay. He's been sidelined with injuries. He's got to learn how yeah. to play with the pros. Yeah. But SGA, like, yeah, okay. So, like, five, like after, play. after Wiseman plays for four or five years, like, oh. I think he's going to be very good. But SGA, you're right. SGA's got to play. He's got to play. He's got to play. He's got to grow as a player. Learn. Get experience. So, it's not a lost season for them. And if he keeps playing like this, they're going to win. They're going to be a little sub 500 probably. But I feel like they're right on track. Yeah, it's it's a good team. Yeah. How about you, Brian? Who is your lowered expectations team? Your team that you don't think is going to be really bad, but you know, not really very good either. Who is it? Um, <clears throat> my team is the Detroit Pistons. Oh, and uh, they're very bad. Uh, What's their record? Three and eight on the season. Three and eight. Oh. Um, they won their third game tonight. They beat Bo's Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. This team looks pretty much like I thought they would look. They're a young team learning how to play basketball. They're getting beat up on pretty bad. But they're scoring at a decent clip. I mean, they're they're scoring, you know, they have three games where they've scored under under 100 points. So I mean, they're they're putting the ball in the basket. Um, but even on bad teams, you know, somebody's got to score. Yeah. Seems like a pretty good spread out. Like everybody's getting a lot of shots. Yeah. They got a Cade Cunningham has been really, really good. I'm going to say when I say these players have all been really, really good. It's the caveat that they've been really, really good on offense. Bogdanovich has been really good. Mm -hmm. Um, and he just got signed to an extension. So I guess they plan on keeping him around. Well, what's it or trading well, him? <laughs> Hollander had said that they can trade Bogdanovich at any point after he signed that extension. There's some like weird CBA rule, but he can be traded at any point, even though he signed that extension. Maybe hmm. it's maybe it's more of an attractive trade piece yeah. since he's locked in. They'll wait. And, yeah. and and the second year, so this year, I think next year's guaranteed. And then the second year after that is not guaranteed. It's like a small guarantee. So there's some weird CBA minutia with that one. But yes, they gave him another year essentially, but they can still trade him this year. Yeah, they'll so wait. Was, they'll wait till some yeah. contender wants to give up picks. Give him that clutch shooter coming off the bench or something. Booyan. Anything else there? No, I mean Sadiq Bay has been good. He's kind of like a he's kind of a mid player who just is putting up points, yeah, and getting numbers on a bad team. Jaden Ivey, their rookie point guard, who I think is going to be awesome. It's his first year. He's still got to learn how to play NBA basketball. I don't think he's rookie of the year. No, no, not over Banchero or 
mm-hmm. Matherin, mm-hmm. or even Keegan Thompson. I don't know, but yeah, he ain't, he ain't in the running for rookie of the year. But uh, you know, just let him learn how to play ball. Mm-hmm. I wanted a bad team with some young players that <laughs> might be fun to watch develop. And hey, that's what I got here. Very good. Um, that's, that's about all I got. Yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do with Killian Hayes. What are they? What are they gonna do with that guy? Like not even. I don't know. He's it's not like, that it's good. Like he doesn't exist. Yeah, he's not that good. Not yet. Maybe he's a development player. Maybe. I mean, he's a point guard, and they took Jaden Ivey. So, how is he going to get? Yeah. How's he going to get the ball in his hands over Jaden Ivey and Cade Cunningham? I don't know. I don't either. Probably he's not. Probably not going to. I don't know. I wish you'd find that answer for us. Um, <laughs> I will do the best I can. My team was the Pacers. Currently sitting in seventh place in the East, just a shade under five hundred. My thing with the Pacers right now is like, okay, they can score and they have good pieces, but they're giving up a lot of points. They're averaging about 117 a game, which is like fourth from worst. That's what they're giving up, 117 a game. They're fifth from the bottom in defensive rating. They got no defense. They're not stopping anybody. Those stats, to me, make for a team that has to score to win. That's a tough way to win. Try to outrun somebody. It's just not always going to work. And then Chris Duarte is expected to miss like four to six weeks. He's out. And he wouldn't play. He wouldn't play a ton, play a ton of minutes. But I mean, All right, he wasn't. But he's he, out. We're, we're big He's Duarte good. fans yeah. on the House yeah. podcast. So it's Halliburton's been having a great season. Buddy Heald has been a little up and down, but that's Buddy Heald. Benedict Matherin has been pretty okay for, for most games. He said big, big games, and then he's had games where he's kind of disappeared a little bit. He's a rookie. That's rookie shit. Yeah. But... After you get past, like, the starting five and then Matherin, there's not a lot going on on that roster. (laughs) It's not good. Uh, Miles Turner's been okay. Uh, Jalen Smith has been good. He's averaging a double-double, I think. That's your guy. Yeah, he's been okay. Him next to Miles Mm -hmm. Turner works, I think. It's a big front court. That can handle most offenses, I think. I think Heald and Halliburton are giving up all the points. <laughs> and they're a little weak on the wing. Eh. But they're doing exactly what I thought they would do. Sub 500. They're not going to win. We'll see if they hang in that seventh spot. I doubt it. I see them as a play-in or... Just outside, looking in the playoffs, right where a lowered a play in. I mean, ideally, I think our our, our bar is like play in team. Like we want to find the play in teams. Is that it? I thought I thought that was like the high. Yeah, I thought that was like the ceiling. Yeah, looking for. I feel like team. that's what we're looking for. It's like mm, interesting, mm-hmm. not terrible, but 
obviously there's low expectations. That's really all I kind of have on the Pacers. We need to move it on. Let's pick a game for next week and get out of here. I'm going to ask you guys what's interesting next week. No games tomorrow. No games tomorrow, yeah. It's voting day. Everybody go vote. And if you haven't voted yet, um, you should really do early voting because it's way easier. Yeah, I voted today. It was great. Perfect. I had a great time. I think early voting here ended Friday. Mm. I think you had to get in there by Friday. Mm. I went last uh, Monday, I think. In and out. It's very easy. No lines. Excellent. Because we don't live in Mississippi. Yeah. Where early voting is not allowed. Right. We live in Tennessee. We allow early voting. Yeah. Oh. So my cousin, my, well, my mom's first cousin, but my whatever, second cousin, he went to go early vote, or not early, went to go vote in Mississippi, whatever that was, two years ago, whatever, whatever the fuck it was. And he's a registered Democrat in a big old red area of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And uh, the woman who is the, what the, election judge she she said carl shame on you for being a democrat (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's completely illegal anyway he told my mom and mom was like oh i know her (laughs) oh my god (laughs) oh hey the nets lost to the mavs tonight Mm -hmm. of course they did yeah (laughs) anyway back to the pick game Uh uh-huh and go and go go vote I got I got a wreck if you're ready for me to jump in. What day and what teams? So it's Sunday, which I don't know how we feel about a Sunday game, don't but care. it's the Nuggets at the Bulls. Oh. Oh, that's like the uh, management showdown. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Arteras. Okay. That's an interesting like, one. How many stars like- are we giving it? It's a five-star system, Bo. Why? Because I'm a five-star man. I think, based on my research, I think it's close, about four and a half stars. Oh, did you, Whoa. Did you do your own research, Bo? I did, yeah. I think we can settle for four stars. Jesus. Okay. Okay. Five stars. Like, almost five stars, really? Denver, right. Chicago. Right. I'll, give it, I'll give it fucking four. Fine. All right. Let's see what you guys come up with. It's a fun game, Bo. I, I would look forward to watching that game. Not like last week. Agreed. Where your suggestion? I mean, bombed. maybe I'm looking at the, those. Li- <laughs> what? I think I'm looking through it, looking at it through those that lens. Like anything's better than. Yeah. No. Yeah, we definitely hit the low spot with our second pick game of the year. <laughs> I've got one Friday night Denver, which you suggested. Ooh. At Boston, which I also that's, consider a hey. four-star game. I'd say that's probably a better game, but yeah, I like it. Brian, do you have one? It's a bummer because I just want to watch Portland again. <laughs> well, let's wait on Portland. I know. I know we can't do that, um, but they've got some good matchups this week. Ugh, I just really want to watch Portland again, man. Who are they playing? Saturday, they play Dallas. Is Dame playing? Thursday they play New Orleans. So I laid yes. off Portland because yeah. Dame hasn't been playing. Yeah. 
So if Dame's not playing, I'm not interested. Well, we already we already watched Portland game. Do you have an update so, on Dame? I don't. Well, then we're not doing it. They're not. They're not my. They're not my lowered expectations team. So, <laughs> all right. Any other? I have choices? an update on Amphrey Simons. He played tonight. He was supposed to be out. Mm-hmm. So he was on my bench. Oh, and your fantasy team fail. Next time, wake up before I don't know, like eight thirty p.m. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't research it, man. So That's fine. No, hey, I don't, I don't really. I don't have one. What about Saturday, Toronto at Indiana? Could do a little pick game action, and that's Toronto's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I could be down. I could be down with that. Yeah, yeah. It's a little lower uh, well, profile. Siakam's, Siakam's out. But oh, uh, oh yeah, oh, fuck that. Then. Well, I have it trending downwards already, and now it's a two star game, two and a half. So that's out. Let's pick between uh, Denver playing Chicago or Boston. I say it's up to you, boss. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Brian? I'm a little nostalgic for the Chicago Bulls, who were my lowered expectations team last year. So I would like to watch Nuggets Bulls. Has been decided. Sunday. That's it. That's the pick game in a week. It's that easy sometimes. We'll see how uh, Chicago and Vucevic deal with Jokic. That'll be fun. Uh, I'm not going to lie. If there was a game I'd like to be at this week, it would be that one. Okay, cool. Let's do that one then. It's decided already. And let's get out of here. Brian and Bo, will you guys be here next week? I will be. Yes, sir. Excellent. Thank you both for being here this week. Appreciate it. Anytime. Thank you, Bo. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Go get some rest, buddy. I'm doing it. And thank you, everybody, that joined us tonight. Kick it! You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Nice.